Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, Zero Gravity back here again, bringing us into another mini massacre. You know, something about dead eyes today. Right? They out there. <laughs> they doing the damn things. Opening books, touching shit that don't belong to them. Taking limbs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nothing new. Nothing right? new. Dead eye shit. Um, <laughs> dead eye, just dead eye things. Just dead eye things. Did you know? <laughs> Um, we couldn't wait a second longer to talk about this movie. So, I mean, based on the title, if you click this, that probably means that you've watched the movie. But let me just start here. If you haven't seen Evil Dead Rise, get the fuck out. Listen, there's nothing but spoilers in this basement. Like, <laughs> you don't want to be down here. <laughs> the blurdy basement. You don't want to be. You don't want to be down here in the blurdy basement. I promise you that. I promise you. <laughs> Y'all, I have seen this movie three times. I'm three doses in of this fucking film. And for, for me, it just keeps getting better every time. I haven't seen it since we saw it at South By because I'm making myself wait till after I see the series to go back in. Um, Because mm. I, okay, so true story. I thought I saw the first Evil Dead when I was a kid, but I gaslit myself into thinking I had because it's just so familiar, you know? <laughs> We've seen the clips. We know the stories. Like, oh yeah, I've seen it. It's a couple of years ago it was on and I was like, I've never seen this. I've been a liar. And so <laughs> and so when this movie was coming out, I'm like, let me marathon all the movies. Um, so I know what the hell is happening. And but I did not have time to do the show before going to Texas. Um, I having a good time though. I like these dead eyes. Bruce Campbell kept getting hotter and hotter, and now we're doing like the spooky creepy things and these newer ones. Here for all of it. Here for all of it. Here for all of it. So you binged all of them before you saw Evil Dead Rise? Yeah, yeah. It was a trip mm. because the first one's a moment. The second one, they didn't have the footage. And so you're like, is he going back to a cabin? I'm so confused. Like, no, no, no. And I'm like, okay. Because I was like, look here. Uh, <laughs> we, we need to learn, people. Um, and then the third one, they was in a different time. And I was like, so we just doing shit. Okay. And then, like, the 2013 um, version was like, what if we made it creepy and also about addiction? And I was like, I'm listening. Mm. And then this one ran in. I was like, mommy sleeps with the maggots. You got some nightmares, bitch. And I'm like, thanks, Lee Cronin. Love ya. Like yeah. 
down, down with it. I am definitely due for a rewatch of the OG Evil Deads. Um, haven't seen them in years, but I ain't have time like that. I wish I did. So I just started with a 2013 rewatch. Watch it twice in a row because that movie just bangs so hard. It's She's also a- the only one that's on my shelf. So oh. that's yeah. They get like starting in this millennium, they get fucking dark because I mean we had things popping off in the originals that we definitely talked about. Um, but it was not like it was not like this is serious, you should be afraid. It was like these are puppets from hell and also shit's happening, but we're having a good time. This is camp. Yeah. There's no camp in these new ones. These new no ones camp. are like, this is Satan's asshole. Take it. And you're like, okay. <laughs> Open up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, why are we in here with my magnifying glass? <laughs> like, <laughs> it does such a good job of, of kind of keeping like little, little wisps of the original Evil Dead's in there, like the the um, what's what's the how do I put this into English? The uh, the formula is is like exactly the same, right? Yeah. The formula doesn't change, and that's what I I wish that other heavy franchise films could could learn a lesson from um, both Evil Dead twenty thirteen and Evil Dead Rise is that the the formula is literally the same shit you know you find the book you get some blood on it open it up deadites come shit gets real everything hits the fan and then that's it you don't have to stray too hard from that you know you can get creative elsewhere but as long as the formula stays the same i think you're kind of guaranteed to please the fans i've heard nothing nothing uh negative maybe just like some opinions like opinionated things but i've heard nothing bad from the community or critics the one negative thing was the drunk guy at south by who said fuck this movie and we all almost like threw him out um yo that was a cultural moment though it was bruce campbell told him to get the fuck out and i would have melted i would have just gone ahead and like (laughs) ceased to exist if bruce campbell ever from stage was like get the fuck out I just like, oh no, raptured, but to the wrong place. Uh, <laughs> a sense. <laughs> you ever seen like um on Twitter, like sometimes people will like comment under a tweet and be like, ah, I know what this is. Somebody has a humiliation kink. Like, let's yeah. not let's not read into it. That's definitely that man. He was there on a mission. He definitely was. on a mission. He definitely ascended after that. He did. He wanted Bruce Campbell to humiliate him in public and he got it. He mm. fucking got it. Because the mm. movie was and all so again, like Evil Dead is not a franchise I grew up with, but like I do have a good time with it. Like I'm not out here being like, no, I'm a number one deadite right now because that's not my energy. But I am like, yes, kill them, kill them. Yes, yes. Let's not go into the forest anymore. White people touching things is fucking it up. I know this story. Let's go, let's go. Um, but like, <laughs> this is a good time. I think this might be my favorite in the franchise, which I know Fair. is blasphemous, but like, the things Lee Cronin did, just like through the peephole and the way we cleared so many yes. children. Yo, <laughs> I was crazy. I, I'm thinking about you the whole time. Kids are getting smoked. Yes. All right. The one one part in, in particular, actually, the, the children are one thing, Danny and uh, Bridget, but the kids from down the hall, okay? <laughs> when, when we're looking through the peephole, right? 
And little boy number two just comes flying into the wall and he ain't got no arms. I'm like, oh, sure you're gonna love this. Right. His arms off, clean. I, I feel like Lee Crowning's pitch deck was just a slide that said fuck, and another slide that said them, and a third slide that said kids. <laughs> and they were like, yes, yes. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. So this is a three-step cool. program. We get it. Three, <laughs> a three-step program. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah kids the I, end i was so happy because nor- when i saw that there were going to be so many kids in the movie i'm like oh no because people like to coddle the babies i'm like mm-hmm. if you invite them you need to kill them which is why i go up for that second child no the third child's play because chucky literally armed a bunch of kids with guns it was like get them and, I, and people were like <laughs> that one's weak i'm like that's his most sinister like he literally was like fuck this middle school and i'm like oh no charles Lee Brown, no <laughs> Charles, Charles, Listen, please. The original Fuck Them Kids franchise was Chucky. <laughs> I love a good Fuck Them Kids moment. And to, to have a Fuck Them Kids type movie all over a script that has the heaviest themes of motherhood. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Listen, it was like family first, but also we killing them. And I'm yeah. like... <laughs> Family first, but unless. Listen, listen, until they go. Cause literally, I so like I just I I was not super familiar with either of the two leading ladies. I'm saying leading ladies because they're the oldest and they get more to juju. Um, but like Lily Sullivan and Alyssa Sutherland came in and backhanded the fuck out of this movie. But Period. Alyssa Sutherland, who is like this like goddess who I don't know if she's a model slash actress or just like an actress or just a model. But like she gorgeous. She came down to get bloody and dirty. She was unsettling. I don't know who did her makeup and prosthetics, but like I would cross the street if I saw her. I would clutch my little bag. Mm. <laughs> um and I, I think that having this be anchored by women in a way that we don't typically get in these movies. Cause even in 2013, I mean, yeah, we were there for Mia, but also Mia was being gaslit by her whole group. And so it didn't right. really give that whole like sisterhood of the traveling demon book. Whereas this one, <laughs> Sisterhood of the Traveling Demon Book. Oh my goodness. This True. one did. This one mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that last scene with the wood chipper and we get the the uh the chainsaw to the dome. Yes. I feel like we might see that in the chainsaw awards next year. We better. That was good. That was a good one. When I, saw, when I saw that, I was like, I want to go back and I want to revote because, like, I didn't know this was coming out. I know it's a different year and it needs to win both years. Um, like, yeah. Who's going to top that? <laughs> I also love that they filmed this during COVID because, on top of fucking kids in the movie, they kind of like, fuck them kids in the cast. Y'all need to get together because we got to create a monster. I'm sorry about it. Yay. Everybody get vaccinated. Look. <laughs> I didn't know they filmed this during COVID. Because literally, they had to, like, shut it down. And when it came back, they're like, here are all the protocols. And he was like, um, I got a three-headed monster, so... We gonna get close. We gonna get close. Sorry about it. Real close. <laughs> that came up in the talk pack because he was like, I I, I didn't know what else to do. We, we, we're gonna do it. But, like, COVID said we shouldn't. But also, it was gonna be sick. And it's sick. Is it not sick? And I was like, you're right. It's sick. The math maths. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the math maths. Mm. 
Mm. Alyssa Sutherland, she just got those cheekbones. Those cheekbones are in my nightmares because the second they put that makeup on her and she's in the peephole, like, let mommy in. I'm like, oh, no. no, no Oh, no. my gosh. She said, open up now. <laughs> Me just throws my popcorn all over the theater. Right? I was like, this is dark-sided. I can't wait. When can I have it at home? <laughs> like, she just has such a fucking expressive face. And to think about she should have been in horror like from the fucking jump because she just yes. got that sharp ass face that could hurt you. Right. But gr old girl spent a lot of time modeling, looking cute, but she could be doing this. But hey, she's still young. So like, let's, let's, let's Turn keep around. it going. Turn, Turn it around. around. Bring mommy and the baggage back in the next movie because we need another, now that this one happened and it popped off this way, we need another immediately. Mm. I don't know if we couldn't plan on doing it, but I'm I'm saying we need one um, respectfully for the moment, but I will get disrespectful if he plays with my feelings in public. <laughs> I will wait another 10 years. I will. I will. If I have to, because this 10 years, you know, I, I totally forgot about it after 2013, but this was very, very fucking worthy remake. It it did a thing that like a lot of franchises that get rezooted don't get to do, which is half fun. While also yes. like nodding to the past because some of them get stuck nodding and they're like, don't freak, I know where we came from. I'm sorry. We're here. I'm like, no, who are you? What are you doing? Uh, and this mm. one, this one didn't feel like an interview. It didn't feel like an apology. It felt like I'm familiar with this world, but also I wanted some fucked up shit. Here's a cheese grater. And I was yes. like, Ooh. Ooh, let's talk about the cheese grater. So mm -hmm. the way I feel, right is that well okay i do think the cheese grater is is fucking iconic yes i do think there was a lot of like anticipation and hype behind the cheese grater because you know it was on the marketing like at the world premiere at south by we all left with little baby cheese graters it was it was in the hashtag you know a little cheese grater comes up at the end only for the cheese grater scene to be like 0.5 seconds i i really would have loved another swipe same, you know. same. Like it doesn't have to be Olive Garden where I make them stand there for an hour, but it could have been a couple swipes. Like I wanted mm -hmm. more because we we got got the immediate, and I was like, yeah, and then it was over, and I was like, no, yeah, that's it. All that marketing, come on, right? And it feels weird because we had so much shit pop off in this movie. I'm like, I know there's a deleted scene with more cheese grater goodness. I know there is. Ooh, I will be waiting for that. I was kind of thinking with the, after the marketing, that the cheese grater would kind of be like a, like the next generation boomstick kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like it would almost like take over. Um, not the case. It was just a really fun 0.5 seconds, which I'm not mad at it, but... You know, yeah. everyone was like, ah, cheese grater, cheese grater. Then I'm like, okay, this is going to be like a recurring thing, like the boomstick or like the chainsaw. Um, but I guess not there. But there also wasn't a lot of boomstick. There was a boomstick um, that was shot maybe like twice. Um, and then there was a, also a, uh, what do you call that? A chainsaw. Yes. which was probably used like a fraction of gas. Like I wanted to see that that puppy get ran all the way the fuck out. So Listen. those kind of felt like an afterthought for me where I, I thought the cheese grater would kind of like take its place. But then it was just, I wanted more boomstick. I wanted more cheese grater. I really wanted more chainsaw. 
Yeah. But, you know, I, I was distracted enough where I wasn't like, you know, thinking about it too hard, but you know, I slept on it. I'm like, mm. <sighs> could have had a little bit more. Especially because the kitchen is so much fun. And this this franchise has had fun in kitchens. Like 2013, she took like a Rite Aid or a KitchenAid to her arm. And I was like, that's oh, fucked up. Yeah. True. And that was like, that that was a very long and uncomfortable scene. When she yeah. when she cut her arm arm off and then Mia's in the basement like don't do it bitch <laughs> don't do it cut your arm off like that's one of those scenes where just it just goes on maybe like three to five seconds too long to to get your like you know your butt cheeks clench up in the seat yeah. just a little so mm, that would have been a good nod I did I actually didn't think about the uh, the kitchen saw in relation to the cheese grater but yeah you're right like it could have it could have like taken its place almost because that was pretty iconic scene in 2013 but i did relate um the final scene when um lily eventually or wait what's her name shit i told myself i wasn't gonna do this there we go uh beth (laughs) lily (laughs) sullivan who plays beth She is going up against the three-headed monster that was once her family, and she grabs a chainsaw, like, kind of seemingly out of nowhere. Yeah. The chainsaw was just kind of like a recurring character. It's like, hey, like, (laughs) don't forget about me. So she grabs a chainsaw and then goes to work. And it was something about, like, the silhouette of, like, her in the power stance, holding the chainsaw, like, thrusting it forward. Yes. Was totally... Uh, Jane Levy at at her final act of 2013. So that was clearly like a like an homage, like a you know this is like a, a yeah. similar ending, but it wasn't as strong for me. I I think the 2013 and it wasn't because it was bloodier because there's yeah. just across the board a lot of fucking blood. So I don't much. Know. Like you need you almost need a splash suit to watch this movie, which is another reason I love. Yeah. Um, I I think that I'm here for this chainsaw moment a little bit more than 2013 because 2013 did reach into the sexual assault bag for that character with the trees, and so I was uh, sitting there with my face the rest of the movie, even though I was having a good time for the rest of the movie. But I was like, you had to do that for whomst. Whereas this wait, one, you're talking about sorry, you're talking about in the beginning where the thing goes up her coochie, which yeah, is like yeah. Uh, Cause like that was definitely a nod to the sexual assault in the first movie, which we didn't need that now. We could have nodded everything but that. But like uh-huh. again, I I have a good time with this franchise, but that is the thing that sends me. And I think people forget that I said I had a good time because I'm just like, what's a sexual assault? I'm talking about it. That's what your movie's about. That's what you've done. Um, and people don't want to hear that. They want to hear like shits and giggles, good times and cheer. I'm like, yes, but also filmmakers keep reaching into this bag and they don't understand when they do that. That's the movie I see now. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, if you want to do it, do it for a reason and be careful with it. Don't just be like, well, trees and insertion. Cause like, that's not how you get my coins. I, I'm not here trees for Trees and insertion. Right? Oh, nice. Trees and insertion. How <laughs> about electrical know. wires and insertion? I was expecting it. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, when Ellie is in the elevator and, you know, the classic, she getting tied up where mm-hmm. it should be vines and shit, but instead it's electrical cords from the elevator uh, great, great uh, yes. uh, uh, transformation, by the yes. way. Like from it being all cabin in the woodsy, um, you know, 
un untamed nature uh and and decay and shit to just like straight up apartment building very metropolitan but it feels exactly the same i thought that was a great fucking idea that that made me so happy i also really really like that we had that cold open but i forgot about because i got so wrapped up into the movie because those kids were in a cabin out in somebody's woods and shit popped off and i was like ooh. and then i had bro, new drama oh, bro, I was like, ooh, they. Scalped. And so, right listen <laughs> bitches was levitating and like the last scene from the last good x-men and i was like oh damn we, we're going <laughs> <laughs> And I, I forgot because again, this this situation's apartment was so fucking much that I had forgotten until at the very very end when bitch is like, oh yeah, I'm heading out that way now. I'm like, you about to die, bitch. Mm. <laughs> so I I just I really really like what happened here, and it makes me want to go back and rewatch Lee Cronin's other movie I've seen, um, A Hole in the Ground, I believe. It's like a folk horror. I want to say Irish folk horror, but I might be a liar. Um, don't at me. I'm very aware it's been a couple years and I could be wrong. But hole that was in the ground. Yeah. It was about a okay. mom and her kid and they find a hole in the ground and shit gets weird. It was more restrained and less bloody than this, obviously. <laughs> um, but it gave me some vibes and I wasn't mad at it. I just, I like it a little bit more balls to the wall, which is why mm -hmm. I'm like loudly on this bandwagon and was like quietly golf clapping for that movie. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Balls to the wall indeed. Balls yeah, to like, the wall for fucking sure. Mess me up or let me stay home. That's how I feel. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I was I was definitely messed up by this one. I love the humor in this one too. I we definitely lost a lot of the the cheese from mm -hmm. the OGs uh, in 2013. There was like a couple. There was you know Mia with the don't do a bitch. Don't cut your arm off. That was cute. <laughs> And then there was Mia in the basement. She's like, let me suck your dick, pretty boy. Even though she's talking to her own brother, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, there was that. But I feel like that's about all we got, really. Maybe yeah. I should rewatch. But this one was, like, all in. One-liner is hilarious. But the delivery also was too much. I'm screaming. I'm hooting. I'm hollering. Just just those sisters and the way they react to each other with all of the shit happening. Because that's some real shit to be like, uh, you don't look so good. Uh, I'm gonna leave, and <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." And like the little kid who's left to her own devices. Of course, I'm trying to open the door for mommy, and of course, mommy's with the maggots so are gonna try and choke her. And I'm like, this all makes sense. This all scans. This is this is family drama with demons. It scans. It's the kind of family drama I want. What? <laughs> yes, I'm fucking licking my fingers after that mess. Yeah. I am Kiki Palmer. Parasites. <laughs> mm. Mm -mm. I am Kiki Palmer after Hot Ones. I'm just like, ooh, that was a little bit spicy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leaving the theater like, ooh, what was that? It's got a nice twang to it. I like that sauce. It's, nice... <laughs> it's blood. It's not cranberry sauce. <laughs> it's blood. Mm. Also, I wanted to touch upon the fact that women just carried this movie. Yes. Women carry this movie in a franchise that you don't, you know, really, it's, it's pretty, uh. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. pretty juiced historically it's a pretty juiced franchise historically and then you just flip this one with heavy themes of mothering and motherhood and to make that as punk rock as you possibly fucking can with as much blood as you possibly fucking can and just have it carry all women and and we also have a trans character just the ultimate fucking carry hard carry I, I love that. And I also love that we have a trans character, but we don't we don't put them into the stereotypes and we don't like single them out as like the first death or something because that always happens to be like, we did this, five steps in the back. But also they got it before the opening credits were over. Um, mm-hmm. We were like, no, they're in the apartment. Um, this is a siblinghood. <laughs> and, and it had like, nothing to do with them being trans at all. Like right? there was even no discussion, which personally, I don't think there needs to be at all. It always sends me when filmmakers are like, I'm doing this thing. And so they need a monologue because like, if shit's popping off, I'm not going to slow it down and be like, I'm so black while people try to like come at us. (laughs) (laughs) That's the filmmaker being like, I did a thing. Please acknowledge me. And people kind of get a check. (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is accurate representation. Okay. This is women kicking ass. And these are uh, trans youth just trying to fucking survive along uh, alongside other women and, you know, people of lower income and fucking, uh, yo, Bridget with her uh, just so politically charged, like every other scene, she's like painting up a, uh, a picket sign or some shit for like the next. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. It tells me everything I need to know about the family without really getting anything um and no daddy to come in save the day later nothing but just badass femme energy the only thing that i will say about this trans character is that he deserved a better death in my opinion or like a death isn't really a thing in this franchise because (laughs) either you die and you turn into a dead eye or you just turn into a dead eye so like are you dead i don't really know but like the final gotcha moment like Bridget with the glass, hard. Um, Yeah, like the transformation for Bridget was so strong, especially after getting tied up in the bed and the in in the bed and the (laughs) levitating and all that shit. And then poor Danny, all Danny got was like a knife to the chest, and then that's it. Yeah, especially for being the motherfucker who went and picked up the book in the first place, and you get the easy out with a knife to the chest. I don't think so. The people started always get the easiest out. Like, if you look at 2013, that motherfucker who was like, let me read this book. Oh, shit's popped off. Let me see what I did now. LOL, I'm so quirky. 
Um, LOL, I'm so edgy. Right? <laughs> right? He died with all his limbs and shit. Everybody else was like mutilated and like a bitch is broken. Yep. Bitch is levitating. And he's just like, oh, no. Uh, whoopsie doodle. <laughs> was that and I'm me? like, right? I'm like, no, take him down. He earned this. He earned this. He did this shit. What? I need a little bit more, uh, a little bit more mutilation with Danny. A knife to the chest, crazy as it sounds, a knife to the chest is not enough for me. It's We're beyond enough. that now. We are so fucking beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking truth. <laughs> um, I will say that um, after three doses of this movie, I have stick stuck around for the credits. And I would have loved there to be more women in in uh, the names that I'm seeing role mm-hmm. for a movie that's just like so heavy on the femme energy and so far removed from the juiced max- masculine energy that it came from. You know, it does a great job of showing us on screen, but I would have liked a little bit more womanly support behind the camera and yes. during the process. Um, I'm trying not to complain too hard because I'm really, really happy with the final product, but you know, maybe this will get us somewhere else where look how fucking hard they rock on screen. Let's get a little bit more of that reputation behind as well next time. Here for that, because unlike Matt Damon's version of diversity, we know that it can happen (laughs) in front of and behind the camera. And the more and the more people behind the camera who look like the people in front of the camera, the safer the spaces are historically, because like they understand the dynamics, they understand the conversations that need to happen. Um, I keep thinking about all these like gross ass directors who keep getting out it almost weekly because of shit they did, and actors are just now fifty years later like I'm gonna tell you what time you ripped my Merkin off um, while we were on set, and I'm like, mm. you let me support this fool for decades. Oh no. Um, I just found out, Ronnie, you was a gross-ass director who tried to get Catherine Isabel to do the shower scene, even though Condor said she shouldn't, in um, Freddy vs. Jason. So, Ooh, again, right? That's, that's news. That's news. It was, I was listening to this podcast, and they told me, and my face cracked. And so I got into the Google, and I was like, this little motherfucker, because I've been trying to be kind about Freddy vs. Jason. It's not a good movie. But I've been trying to be it's kind, because Ronnie, you sounds like a person of color, and I'm like, we don't have a lot of those directing big things, so let me be kind. But he's gross. And so, like, fuck him. And I'm back to being bad about that movie because it was not good. Um, but like, there's drama just, in that movie. It was and, like, not not for me specifically, but just how it made me feel when Kelly dropped that line. It's it's kind of stuck in there now, and uh, I really wish that it could just go away. But I'm being haunted by it. That whole scene, because it was not a good movie to begin with. But that whole scene, because Freddie's like dark meat, and she's like f bomb, and nobody oh. will own it. Nobody, they're like, it, we didn't write it, we didn't, and like too many people saw this movie before we saw it. So some of y'all gotta take some responsibility because the editors, mm. the directors, the writers, everybody's like, I don't know. People You're were like, ad-libbing. Oh, it's fine. I'm like, it's were they ad libbing? Were not they ad libbing? <laughs> I don't think I do not think that those two actors like let's say some offensive shit and see what happens. And if they was, again, as a director, you can be like, hey, hey, hey. I mean as the editor, you could be like, uh this take is not the one we're using, right? Wait so a many minute. people were just like, I don't know how that happened. It's just mysteriously there. And I'm like, no, you lying. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, writing you is trash bag. Because um, Catherine Isabel, after that, after we had the conversation, I realized she's never just running around boobs out. 
And so, like, her contracts probably really do have that in there. So if you want her there, which you do, because she's a damn good actor, then you need to go ahead and own that. She ain't going to be getting naked for you in a mid-shower scene in a mid-movie. Mm, damn. Yeah. Look at yourself. You made yourself mad. Right? <laughs> Got my blood pressure this, already. All of this, all of this could be avoided if you just have a little bit more diversity behind the camera. And hey, maybe, even just maybe, it will prevent a crisis such as this from happening. Just, you know, just one person. It's like one brother in the room, one sister in the room, one Asian person in the room. You need a buffer. Otherwise, shit like this is going to make its way through. I am so happy that nothing ever came through with Evil Dead Rise. Also, fingers crossed that I'm going to knock on my head just in case something comes in the future. Yeah. But let's... let If not for the sake of diversity and for the sake of giving marginalized people a better chance, then do it for your fucking self to avoid a controversy because marginalized people know better. Listen, and like also we always find out about it. It might not be immediate, but we always find out about it. And do you want some like bitter faced podcaster like myself coming after you 20 years later? Be like, this little fool fucked up. I got receipts. Ring. (laughs) And ring your list of crimes. Or do you want to be cool on your sets? Because, like, I'm in there with my magnifying glass that Lee Cronin made me use on Satan's asshole to watch this movie. And I'm just like, what else I'm I see? dead. Like, Sheree is the last podcasting bitch that I want to rip me apart. So, so, with that being said, hire is diverse, hire smart, hire women. It just makes the projects better because nobody's paying to see a bunch of like old white dudes do shit anymore. Those days are over. Those days are gone. <laughs> um, if that's what you want, golf is still out there. But like the rest of us, <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us are doing shit. <laughs> oh, not golf. You ridiculous. That's no. some funny shit right there. I'm dead. <laughs> After ruining a perfectly good walk um, for no fucking reason. <laughs> mm. Mm, mm, mm. That is some funny shit. Yeah. But also, I own that I was like sitting almost as far back as I could be when we saw this at South by Southwest. And I also understand that like I could be wrong, but I feel like Lee Cronin could get it. I don't know if it was the accent and the fact that he brought this badass movie, it was a little bit drunk. Or I... it's just was actually going to say that when I googled his name because I wanted to know about this other movie that you were just talking about mm-hmm. and I'm like wait a minute wait a damn minute that's that's a handsome man okay that's a, <laughs> that's a man I go hold you I'm not I was like oh no is this is this about to be a bad romance oh it's like he walked out to throw to his movies like I'm Lee Cronin and he like was just like a little tipsy and he was just like having a good time this is his premiere and he was like complimenting all of his actors which were all women and I I love when men are like women have value and I hired a bunch and they did a damn good job clap because mm. so many men are like I'm the best I did it all by myself fuck everybody else oh mm. <laughs> but that is not his mm-hmm. attitude and then he was like and now Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell are out here and I don't care if they let me do this or they talk to me and I'm like good sir Oh my God, are you a person with a personality? Let me push my zipper on. I'm coming down there real quick. Look. <laughs> True. All right, Lee Cronin, you got some fans over here. 
over at Blurdy Massacre. Pushes my my long blonde hair behind my ear. My <laughs> my long Irish scented. <laughs> Let me stop. I'm done. Let me stop right now. Now, I need to close this tab. That's a handsome man. Let me relax. Right? right? He's just out here making horror movies about women. On. <laughs> One more Google. How tall is Lee Cronin? If he's over five six, he can get it. Um, because that's where I met. Oh, short king spring. It's a short king spring. This says five foot eight inches, which really means that he's five foot seven inches. <laughs> Come People on, people can't King. see me, but I'm shimmying because he's taller than me. <laughs> um, that's all I ask because I'm not gonna wear heels, and so we're fine. We're good. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Um. I don't know what else I have to say. I fucking love this movie. I think it's great. I'm waiting for the Blu-ray already. Um, a nice sentimental value because after watching this movie, I met Sheree for the first time. IRL. Yes. yes. Um, and um, I love a good scalping. Um, I love a good one-liner. I love copious amounts of blood. There's a lot of horror movie references in here too. Like not just Evil Dead. There were a bunch of Evil Dead references. So I know that the fans were happy. Like the OGs who don't want to get happy about anything. Mm -hmm. So, you know, something for them. Something for the girls. You know, something for the mommies. Something for everybody. I was living. I was living. I think that this and Talk To Me are definitely going to be towards the top of my top 10 list at the end of the year. Mm. This yeah. one's already number one for me. I don't know if that will have that sh- that spot shaken. We'll see. We're like already halfway through the year, huh? Or almost. Yeah. yeah. Like, like shy. We're definitely, yeah. We're about to hit the summer releases, and then it's the Halloween season, which is always wild. True. All right. Let Well, let me take that back then. I'm not sure. But as of right now, this is like, Steady, steady number one, steady. She's just so much fun. And I'm so happy everybody's finally seeing it because we saw this so long ago, it feels like, and we couldn't talk we about did. it. Ugh. Long enough. Right? Now that I'm three screenings deep, I'm still five stars for me. I like, I rarely give out a five star on my letterbox. Okay. Yeah. Easy, easy five stars. I think she's got four, four and a half for me. Like, I have to look. I think I did put it in my secret letterbox because, like, you, you're on there, but like, I'm not. I might not make that public because I don't update it often, and I'm tired of fighting fools on the internet. So it's the one place I'm not gonna fight people. It's me. Um, I'm fools. <laughs> <laughs> no, you would never. You would never. Because some of these generic Derek's like, I'm gonna try her today, and I'm like, try Jesus. You don't want this. Look. <laughs> and so yeah, it's. It's a damn good movie, and I I don't see it not being in my top ten um, at the end of the year, probably in that top slot. Because again, like I'm a screen girl, as we know, and I have fun with this new one. We haven't really talked about it here yet. Um, oh right, yeah. But I think that this and talk to me are definitely the two most disturbing, unsettling supernatural movies I'm gonna see this year, hands down. Talk to me is that uh, a twenty four joint. They picked it up, and I'm so happy because I was worried Blumhouse would get it. 
Um, AC4 has it, and it, yes, I don't know how to talk about it without ruining it, so I, I'm going to say less, but it okay. is the most fun um, screener I've had all year so far. Okay, I'm going to pull a charade and probably not Google anymore. I did, because I had no idea what, what I'd never heard of it. I don't know anything about this movie, so I did watch the trailer when the trailer dropped. Watch the trailer post trailer okay i still have no idea what this movie's about i don't know if it's for me because i have no idea what this movie's about but i'm gonna take your word so i'm gonna just i'm gonna stay away until yeah. i can't any longer i and, knew nothing because i put up on it at sundance and it wasn't on my list of things to cover so i'm just like doing shit because i like to see all the things i can and i was like she's the best movie of the festival why didn't what's she on my list i would have recovered her but i covered up a fifth street so i'm fine now Oh, but I was just like, um, Sundance, announce your movies. Like, don't we let us find shit on accident. On accident. I was going to let it go. I was like, I don't know what this movie's about. It wasn't speaking to me, but also those are kind of sometimes low-key the, the best movies when you can't tell what's going on from the trailer. No, this is definitely one that made me wish that we were all living closer and we could all like get together and watch the same movie in the same living room with the same drinks. Because oh, it man. just it feels like a slumber party movie, even though we're all too old to be slumber partying. But it feels like a movie we're like, oh yeah, we're gonna stay up late and watch this bitch. And then people are like <laughs> wholesome moment. Wholesome, right? wholesome. Right. QAF. Mm. Yo, did your uh, Evil Dead Rise poster make it back from South by Southwest? You better believe it did. Um, I put two brand new ponytail holders on that bitch and I rolled her up and I like shoved her inside of a backpack, inside of my suitcase. Um, I prayed about it. Because oh, <laughs> like I got that and the cheese grater. Also, that licorice they gave us with the cheese grater was the best licorice of my life. It was really good. Yeah. Mom's Linguini, yeah. Mm. If they sell that somewhere... Uh, I'm gonna have to get my credit card back out again because <laughs> I, I ate that shit in three days and I was like, I need more. That's not enough. Delish. I have my uh, my cheese graters on my fridge right now. Mine is on my counter because like I still gotta like give her the old like rinse because she got some of that like mom's linguine sugar on it. Mm -hmm. Um I should Delish. do that for the ants finder. Mm? <laughs> True. True. Or the maggots. Oh, because mommy sleep with the maggots. Because mommy's with the maggots now. Damn, that shit is so good. That shit's just like all up in my head, all the lot. You shouldn't open the book, Danny. Oh, wait, what she said? Something like that. I don't remember. All of that shit was good. Staphne, let me get a Staphne action figure, please. Um, you know. I also need them to actually tell us how they did the earthquake in the apartment building because it looked right. It looked right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of earthquakes look weak. And you're like, stop shaking your cameraman. Just don't even do this. Let us just, we didn't need it. Stop <laughs> shaking your cameraman. But this was right. I was like, are people really in danger? What are the laws over there in New Zealand? I don't know. Like, <laughs> All right. This was all in New Zealand also. Of course yeah. it was. I feel like everything's filmed in New Zealand and Canada. Right? Everything like, uh, yeah, I guess. I guess that's what it is. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But I was like, um, this is the right kind of earthquake. This is might be the best earthquake I've seen on film in some time. I'm trying to think. I mean, besides, like, only other earthquake on film I can think of is uh, 2012. That was like, that was a hell of an earthquake. That was all CG, so. 
I guess it doesn't count. Never mind. The whole movie was an earthquake. Listen. <laughs> True. Yeah. Okay, one one last thing. I okay, this this is too much. One last thing. But little baby Cassie ate. She ate. did. Normally I don't, don't like kids. Her everywhere. Right? I know. <laughs> Normally I don't like kids and I disrespect kid actors. But like little Cassie was like, I know what we came here to do. Um, and they were really cute talking about how they take care of her because they were like, she's a child. And so when we were done doing really terrifying stuff, we had, had to make like jokes and like laugh to like keep her from like being like, what the fuck are we doing? Um, and also to keep our own sanity because we're running around in like cold blood for days on end. <laughs> so like, they were just like, they said they probably looked like they were psychos because after like scary shit would happen, they would cop cut and then they would start laughing. So Cassie would start laughing. And I was like, oh. I want those behind the scene videos of people covered in yeah. blood and body parts just giggling. I can't wait for that BTS. Alyssa Sutherland has been posting a lot of it since the drop. So if you want some of that, definitely get on her socials. I think she's real Alyssa Sutherland on socials. But she's been posting a lot of good BTS stuff. And uh, I will certainly be looking forward to more when that Blu-ray comes out. I'm gonna need to get my claws on that one. I really do. I cannot wait. It's gonna be my new personality. So y'all know when it hits. Word. It's my personality. It's my personality right. already. Already. I'm mm. gonna enter the room Blu-ray first, and people are gonna be like, stop. <laughs> stop. Here comes Sheree. Blu-ray first. <laughs> stop. Stop it. <laughs> Funny as hell. All right. Anything else before we skedaddle? Uh, nah, if somebody can give Lee Cronin my phone number real quick, I'm done. True. Um, True. Tell him I'm a, I'm a speedy texter. Um. <laughs> He's a speedy texter. You know, she's in good company. You know, the harem is, it's hareming, I guess. All my husbands stay busy. Just saying. True. I don't know if it's me. I think it is, but they stay busy. And so like, <laughs> join us. <laughs> <laughs> join us all right take us out of here thank y'all for listening to blurdy massacre follow us on twitter and instagram because we're a damn good time also follow us on tiktok because it's about to get wild you can also rate and review us on apple or spotify or wherever you listen to us we're not picky until next time <laughs> stay blurdy and put that fucking book back don't read it. Don't, reading is not fundamental. Shut it down. <laughs> Bye. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. 